That's right, folks. Starting with Little Queen today. Welcome to the swamp. You're in the Todd Cast Zone. What's going on, Todd? For- Somebody, 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 somebody. Everybody loves at this house. The Dorios we love. Okay. What? I tell you, we just finally run out of games. You know, they play about five the whole year. Bowl team goes from that to a very good Kansas team who came out the second half and uh, showed a lot more enthusiasm than I think they Okay, like I shocked them there and just uh, it caught up with them. And uh, I want to say something a little bit later here at the end of the day. But uh, what a weekend, the NCAA tournament. I don't know how TV ratings were last night. I know how they were Saturday night. But, uh, you know, another Big 12 team. Baylor last year, Big 12. Uh, Kansas this year, Big 12. It's just the Big 12 can play some hoop. <laughs> so, and I mean, Texas Tech, University of Texas, TCU, Oklahoma, Iowa State, it goes on and on. Which the conference will be adding Houston when UT and Oklahoma lead to the Southeast. It's not going to weaken much <laughs> because Houston's probably going to be in the whole mix again next year. But anyway, it was fun. It was a fun rainy year. Rainy days and Tuesdays after a loss, sometimes gets us down. Hey, we're disappointed, but we're not discouraged. <laughs> what you got going over on your side? Well, I guess this flamingo said I'm out of Kansas. He he wasn't a big Kansas fan. One of two flamingos that escaped from a Kansas zoo. <laughs> But listen, during the storm 17 years ago, he's been spotted on the coast of Texas. He's got a little leg band. He's known as number 492. And uh, he was captured on video shot in March by an environmental activist near Port Lavaca, Texas. Wow. Um, Officials were able to make out the bird's leg band on the video. And uh, the bird and another flamingo escaped from Sedgwick County Zoo in Wichita on a stormy night in June 2005. I don't know how long they live, but... Port Lavaca is down there now. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's a far away from From Wichita. Well, they... uh, and it said that the, the wings had not yet been clipped to prevent them from flying. Oh. And that facilitated their escape. The other one was escape. never seen again. Yeah. All these escaped to a life of crime in Texas. What? The other guy was never seen again. And uh, the number 492 has been spotted sometimes with other wild flamingos. in get this, Wisconsin, Louisiana, yeah. and Texas. And it had been a year or two since the bird was last seen in Texas, and they're not—they're not even going to try to capture him or anything. Well, you know that—that kind of clears up some things for me because I heard—I don't know—just a few weeks ago that this flamingo-looking bird, they said, asked down there in South Texas, "Does this train go to Wichita?" (laughs) And the guy said, "Unless you're a hog or a cattle." And so I, I don't know. Yeah. No flamingos. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I knew something was coming, but I didn't realize it'd be a planes, trains, and automobiles uh, reference. 
If you've never seen the movie, you better see it. Stop what you're doing. Yes. And go to Blockbuster and run it. <laughs> oh, is that not what uh -oh. we do anymore? Well. Well, all I know, Steve Martin, John Candy, same movie. What more do we need to say? <laughs> all right. Well, uh, a birthday today. Peter Grant. He was manager of Led Zeppelin. No, 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 uh, no. So this one I brought up, he died from a heart attack on November 21st in 95 at age 60, but he was known as being one of the shrewdest and most ruthless managers in rock oh, history. Ruthless. Yeah, ruthless. <laughs> what up? He secured 90% of concert gate money and intimidated record store owners who dealt in bootlegs. Uh -oh. He was a former wrestler. He also worked as a film extra and bodyguard. During the early 60s, Grant worked as a tour manager for Bo Diddley, the Everly Brothers, Little Richard, Chuck Berry, Eddie Cochran, Gene Vincent, and the Animals. That's some pretty big names there for old Richard Grant to be involved with. Or Peter. Ah, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, Pete, Rich, yep. same person. Like yeah. Bob and Robert. That's which him. I have yet to understand that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, I mean, mean, I'm going to say, hey, my other name, you know, Todd is a tofer. I mean, you know, same thing. All right. 1985 at 3.50 p.m. GMT. Over 5,000 radio stations worldwide aired the charity single by USA for Africa, We Are the World. The single went on to be a number one in the U.S. and U.K. and most Western territories. Oh, Michael Jackson yeah. leading that up. You know, it's a pretty good song. I mean, yeah, who am I, I right? But I mean, when you get a lot of people all that together and sing out. We are the children. Yeah. And they're all holding their headphones, you know. Yeah, I remember yeah. watching that over and over. It might be ready to re-release that. Could do it. Uh, I don't know. Of the original. Don't redo it. Yeah. Throw out the That's original, right. you know. All right, 2008. Apple's iTunes overtook supermarket group Walmart to become the largest music retailer in the U.S. market. Research firm uh, NPD said iTunes surpassed Walmart in January and February. So if 12 downloads are considered equal to the sale of one CD album. So yeah. Apple iTunes took over that. Hey, I still like Woolsworth Record Department. <laughs> it's hard to find one, though. Yes. <laughs> I would like to go to one. Yeah. All right, 2012, Jim Marshall, who made rock and roll rawer and noisier by inventing the Marshall amplifier, died at a hospice in London, aged 88. His amplifiers and speakers, known as Marshall Stacks, were used by Jimi Hendrix, Eric Clapton, Jimmy Page, and almost every other major, major rock guitarist in the 60s and 70s. By the end of the, genera the next generation of guitarists as well, including Kurt Cobain, Eddie Van Halen, and Slash. So here's uh, something that's caused a little dispute in Pennsylvania school district. Uh, the plan to search school lunches and limit snacks uh, for the kiddos. If you have a... All right, so Pennsylvania school, they started limiting the amount of snacks students can even bring, sparking outrage from some parents... And they're saying that the students had started bringing an excessive amount of outside snacks and they were trading them and selling them and making money. <laughs> and uh, so they said 
they're going to search their bags. Anything more than one four ounce bag of chips and one beverage up to 20 ounces will be thrown out by security. Okay. I just, that's uh, why I didn't tell you on this uh, one before. Oh, oh, I know. In Wiley, 1995, 96, and 97, there was a young lad that uh, at lunch had a candy business. That's right. Did very well. <laughs> yeah. I know him, lived with him. Kobe James, who actually also remember he bought that candy dispenser thing. Yeah, machine, that's right. Put it in up at Mr. Jim's and made his car payments. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, times have changed. Yeah. You can't just do anything for a buck nowadays. Nah. And I like some of the comments they got. Um uh this one. <laughs> You're going to tell parents what they can and cannot send for their child to eat? That's absurd. Maybe if school lunches weren't so tiny and gross, they wouldn't need to bring extra snacks. Sloppy Joe. Sloppy Joe. All right. Lunch police. Maybe they should stay out of the parenting business and focus on giving our kids a quality education. Well, if your kid wasn't up there panhandling. Man. Anyways, and so before deleting the post, the district responded, thank you all for your feedback. If you have children in the district, please contact your building principal. If you're an internet heckler, continue as you were. I like that response. Oh, I know you got to love America. I don't care who you are. That's good stuff. Yeah, that's pretty good stuff. What you got over there, Dad? Well, in the nutrition department today in, the, in our health class, about do is uh back bacon now you tell me anybody in the world that does not like to smell bacon cooking or or, or whatever out of a uh scentsy candle that's not a plug by the way i know there's other products probably out there there's something about those people that probably not right <laughs> so here we go back bacon is a cut of bacon that includes the pork loin from the back of the pig it may also include a portion of the pork belly in the same cut. It is much leaner than side bacon made only from the pork belly. Of course, here we go now. Benefits. Back bacon is a source of animal protein in which useful for repairing and building up of tissues. It is a very good source of vitamin B complex as well as minerals such as iron and selenium. These nutrients are useful for metabolism and immune activity. Now, of course, you're going to have some side effects. Back bacon may increase the risk of developing cancers. Bacons are processed meat that are known to contain nitrates, nitrates. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. It's come back nitrates. again. Yeah, it's come back again. I don't know if there's a wake over there. I'm here. Uh, it comes back to moderation again, of course. But back bacon may increase the risk of cardiovascular disease based on their very high content of saturated fats. Now, another good thing, though, benefit of bacon, it helps brain health. It is high in cholin, an essential vitamin for maintaining brain health. Bacon prevents the chances of degenerative eye disease and hair loss. I don't know what happened to me. I have cut back on my bacon kind of years ago, but I love it. Uh, I was about to say, fry some up. Man, I must, I, must have, I must have really cut back. 
right. And so did my Papa Smith because of pictures. That's I look like that. <laughs> Mama's daddy. Bacon prevents the chances of the junior like we said, in hair loss. Bacon is a source of selenium and a potent antioxidant. So anyway, the best bacon is local and uncured bacon. This is bacon that does not add any added sodium nitrate to it. And I think my dad would always go to the market, coffee meat market, and get it that way. The rind was all thicker and it was a lot better because the basically uh the packaging people hadn't got a hold of it yet to put all the stuff in it gotcha. to help maintain it and all that that's that's what causes issues of course is that so the pigs have to be born and raised here for it to be better for you well they're local like, pigs that's right <laughs> get your local ones and you know and another thing uh the uh about the the bacon that's all folks you got to know when to do that moderation okay we were down there in east texas last few days and a little lady from louisiana area i'd go by her booth every day and i said well i'm gonna give me one sunday and it's the whoopee cake although when sunday came around i don't know if she had sold out or what because every time i'd go by there was a lot of people but what the heck is that? Well, it's a cake and a cookie. It's kind of like a moon pie looking thing. And she had a lot of ones. I could tell a lot of flavors in it and all that. How to make them? Whoopie pies are cookie sandwiches that are made from little rounds of cakes and held together with a creamy filling. Sometimes the cake rounds are made in other flavors. And oftentimes the creamy filling varies being a buttercream frosting. This marshmallow base or even a cream cheese frosting. And I tell you, saw one in peanut butter, one eyed eyed. Go get me one the next day. Yeah. Well, better get it when it better get it then. I'm just saying that uh, it, it just didn't didn't uh, didn't happen for me this trip. Oh, but and then I got to think about it. You know, I might have one of those a long time ago. Anyway. Do you have to say you take a bite and then you go whoopee? Yes, that is. And she had little samples out there. They were going quick. I could see them. I never could get one of those. They people, get up there. people were posting up. Man. Yeah, I'm to elbows. Yeah. Hey, one of my favorite guys is, uh, is Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, big time, you know, the huge guy. Over seven foot tall and all okay. that. But he, he's a business go-getter. And uh, the He's now got him a cookbook and all that. As he says, you know, it looks like I like to eat. And I do. Uh, a little statement that came out of Parade Magazine this past weekend. Uh, O'Neill, 50 years old, admits to doing more eating than cooking. The pandemic changed that, putting him in charge of the kitchen. It was me and like 11 kids, he recalls. First, it was the, what's that, Raymond? noodles thing already oh ramen yeah yep. ramen noodles yep. kids love them then it was hot dogs and then it was spaghetti baked chicken fried chicken so i was like you know what cooking is fun so he ended up making a cookbook we're not getting into all that kind of stuff but back to kind of the way you were coached i always go back to that and i mean coached at home or whatever growing up shack o'neill 
credits his parents with raising him to be a great adapter. Life is about learning and adapting to change and preserving through tough situations. He says, everything I've done, I've done in a respectable, audible way. My favorite person, his mom, Lucille, tells me she's proud of me still. So I wouldn't change a thing. And, you know, it comes back to things like decisions. What decisions you make. I mean, it's very easy. You look at Shaq, you look at Charles Barker, they're constantly in the public eye. That's working. They're getting paid for that. And they're going all the time. And, you know, I really look up to that. LeBron James. I mean, he's another. He didn't even go to college. You know, he went right out of high school to the pros. So, anyway, that's a – it's got to be – I guess what I'm trying to get out of this thing, it's got to be put in you. And it's kind of how we're raised up. And it's it's mindset and all that. And they have taken uh, actions and the responsibilities and opportunities. And they made the right decisions. And I'm going to guarantee you this. Those two teams that played last night and the two teams that played last Saturday, and more than just those, but the lie lie to them, those kids battle, they play hard, they go over tough times, right? You know, Carolina had a good lead at half, but they just couldn't stay with, they just run out of juice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's just, they will make good decisions as time goes on because of things like that. Sports are a big deal. It's a lot of Shaq. work. It's yeah. A lot of work. A lot of commitment. Shaq, in there. Uh, you know, Barkley, say LeBron James, they just don't get up, show up and do things when they play. No, they they work at it. So you know, it could go on and on and on. And then after the game, I stayed up and watched Coach Hubie Davis and kind words for his players. Kind words goes a long way. And and, you know, praise the other team, too. He said, I want to congratulate Kansas. Man, those kids come out. You know, they're on the same mission. They, you know, yeah, the media makes so much out of stuff. But it's when they're the guys that's out there in the grind every day and getting after it and putting the work in because they'll take off for about two weeks and then they'll go on again. They'll start up for the next year. The kids that's going to be there, the big people transferring or whatever. But, you know, that Brady Manning that played at Oklahoma for four years and then came in, that is one tough customer. Yep. And I think the team, because of his toughness, they even got tougher just seeing what he, he did and went through. And, yep. you know, the uh, the Prairie Bird, <laughs> he'll be successful. Loved watching, watching him play. Uh, but anyway. Don't be afraid to compliment someone because kind words do go a long way. Hey, oh, Wit and Wisdom out of Texas High School Coaches Association magazine, which I actually be a part of. From Stephen R. Covey. Got pretty good little books. Accountability breeds response hyphen ability. There you go. All right. That's pretty sweet. You can get it. Says about all of it right there. The uh, 
again, kind of repeat myself, decisions for life. And don't be afraid to say a kind word. Because in this day and time, people really go through a lot of stuff. It's always been that way. But now with the media that you can contact people, you know, and our devices and all that, don't let that uh, keep you from doing that. Hey, you got anything else to multiply, subtract, add, and divide? Be a donor. Hey, it's that month, isn't it? It's that month. Donate life. Okay. Well, hey, call somebody. You know, because, oh, anybody find me somebody to love. Hey, make it count. Love you, Hills.